Yeah, I, I'm Jackson. I have zero experience with carpentry. I studied at a school for historic preservation in Boston and learned about how things were built, you know, 250 years ago. There's a long way to go. I'm nowhere near the top. Not that I thought I was, but there's so much more to do out there. Hey guys, welcome back to the Passion for Craft podcast. Today we are out in... Uh... Granbury. Well, I didn't know if you wanted us to dox this place, but we're out in Granbury. We're really excited. Uh, we're looking at a house. Um, that's that I'm sure of. Uh, do you want to explain a little bit more? So this is an 1881 house, okay? okay. This is uh, before electricity, before you know pre-kitchens, before running water. And so this is a very, you know, you know, Texas, right? It's an early house for Texas. And so, especially a house that's this nice, this is the Italianate style. You notice the brackets underneath the thing, underneath the eave up there. Did you say Italianate? I said Italianate. Did I'm, I stutter? I'm at, no, I've never heard of that one. That's it's a new a, one. <laughs> it's a Victorian style, okay? So it's the Victorian era, which is usually from the 1860s into the early 1900s. And so this is 1881. So. The, the cool thing about this is it's a very early house for Texas. And, um, you, know, the, you know, and then when we go inside and we look at it and we see how it's built and everything else, a uh, lot of awesome stuff. This was a very well-built house. Yeah. And one of the reasons we know that is because there was lath and plaster originally, uh, not wood siding. So that was, you know, part of the problem, the, the reason we don't have great houses in Texas in 1881, we didn't have a lot of great craftsmen. And so, to actually have a craftsman who knows how to do lath and plaster is kind of a, you know, an, an extra what, step what's up. What's lab and plaster? We'll look at it, right? We'll look at it. Um, <laughs> okay. So it's how they how they skin the walls, right? And so instead of drywall, they actually did plaster. Cool. They, they put plaster on a on a lath strip that you know. Anyway, we'll show it the inside. Cool. Cool. So, so is there any mega mega features on the outside that we should take a look at first, or do you want to jump on in? Well, I mean, you know, I, I think one of the the challenges is is that you know this house the. 140 years old and uh, over 140 years old and so there's been a lot of changes okay and so a lot of the work that we're doing is peeling back the past taking away the the crap that was put in for instance if you looked at this eve right here on this on this bay window um, it is you know they've got masonite siding on the on the eve that we've got now tarped over um, but it was just junk okay and so there was a lot of poor um, uh, repairs and poor, you know, additions and things done. A lot of what we had to do is just strip away that stuff. Yeah. And so a lot of it's gone now. We won't see much of that, but we will see a strong contrast between how things used to be framed and how things are being framed now. Um, but we're trying to, the, the client's great. She really cares about the history. She really cares about, you know, preserving it. And so we're able to you know, we're not going in there and it's not a flipper situation. We are going in here to, you know, really restore and bring this back to its original character. Yeah, so I know on our podcast, we've talked a lot about like newer houses and why a lot, why we don't like them. So this by contrast is the other end of the spectrum, 18, 1800s. Older but, house. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, what, what just comes to mind to me looking at this is just it's just kind of peaceful it's symmetrical it's it's not a lot going on like in your videos you talk about the bumps and bruises on a house there's nothing unnecessary here and i think that's a good thing to point out because this is like lost art of building yeah like this is what passion for craft is like about you know like yeah. 
this just looks good. So if you look at, you know, if we just looked at that Eve, that fascia right there on that bay window, okay, it's a piece of masonite, okay? Yeah. Masonite is basically, you know, wood pulp that's that's been pressed into a, you know, a, you know, a board, and then they put a faux wood grain on top of it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's the fake of the fake of the fake. I was going to ask what it was, but I was a little scared. Yeah. That makes sense. It's scared because you're afraid of the answer, or well, see, you know, he didn't someone, want to look scared of being mad. made fun of. <laughs> um, and so, you know, just in 1881, there are no fake products, right? It's all it's it's wood, stone, and glass, right? A little bit of metal, right? And so there 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 isn't any composite materials. There's no um, you know hardy siding that's made of concrete there's no masonite that's made of wood pulp there's no uh mdf right and so you think about all the products that we're putting in our house a lot of them are fake and so or and and they're been built later and they're they are a new product that's made to look like the original product you're just like well why wouldn't we just put the original product on so the decisions that we're making the things we're doing like some people look at this siding and go oh we gotta tear all the siding off it's in terrible shape it's just like no way wait 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 it's been here 140 years and you want to tear it off why and so you know we we there's a mentality that everything's new is better and it's just like time out stop we're not going down that road and this client really cares about that stuff too so mm -hmm. it makes it easier and it is kind of fun like just being able to have this house in your portfolio right like at the end of the day being able to look at hey look at the status of the siding right now when you restore it you get it together look how this looks now look how nice this is all we did was restore what was already there right. yeah because uh, i feel like a lot of people miss that because looking at this house right now it's uh it's a fixer-upper let's see uh, yeah it needs some work some well I mean, it, it, it is it you know um diamond in the rough someone said. I mean, there's caution tape on it right there. <laughs> well, let's go inside and look at it and then uh, we can we can go from there. All right, vamanos, take us through. Okay, just standing right here, you're getting a, a glimpse of things that have been changed in the past. Anytime that you have rotting wood, like some of this is rotting, it's almost always a new wood because new wood after 1950 is junk. It's not sec it's second growth, third growth wood, uh, or it's white pine, yellow pine, and it's just it's just bad wood. And so, you know, there's that masonite I was talking about that's mm -hmm. up there. But you can almost go across this house. The stuff that's warping like a rolling hill up there. Yeah. Is that masonite. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So uh, and that that flat board on the outside. So. It, it's almost that we can look at all the stuff that's rotting and go, that's not new. That, I mean, that's that's new. That's new. That's new. A lot of these shapes are, you know, things that you might recognize. Yeah, from, this is a chair rail. Yeah. And it's upside down. <laughs> it needs to go the other way. So, I mean, I guess you could do whatever you want, but. So, we're trying to find, right, what the original thing's like. That is a new chair rail. There's the original molding, uh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, if you look at this, right, it has much better projection and much, much more detail and stuff going on here. And the other thing that we're doing when we find this is that we'll find an original cut nail. And so the cut nail becomes this dating tool because really cut nails stopped being used after 1890. And so we've got a cut nail here, so we know it's an old piece. Is this not rotting wood? No. No. 
It's no, split. Right? It's split. It's okay. not rotting. All right. Right. Look at the difference between this and that. Right. And so. Oh, that's um, actually a good point. And so <laughs> we are right. Um, anyway, so you just see little, little subtle differences like that. That and that's that's kind of what we're dialing down to is trying to figure this out. We had the same thing was true on this thing here. See those screws, right? Yeah. See this. Th this is that's hard putty. And then here's the original nail. There's a cut nail, yeah. right? So we know the panel's original, but we know the, the moldings and some of the other things aren't, right? On that other side, they actually used a crown mold to, to try to replicate that. So, right, it's, it's really uh, kind of sleuthing through, trying to figure out which parts are original, which parts aren't, and, you know. Yeah, that, this board is sturdy still. Yeah. So, and, that, and that's good stuff. So anyway, you look at all this stuff and, and we begin to start chasing down, like you can even chase down, okay, we did a paint analysis and started sanding through and realized that, there, that we've got some original paint colors. As we sand through this other material, we don't have the same paint colors. Was that added later? And so you really are do, being a detective trying to figure out what's original, what isn't. This deck, right? Even things like this, they never built with two by six decks like we build decks today. So we know this deck's not original, right? And so- What would this have been? It, well, it would have been, been stone. Okay. Uh, you know, it would have been, you know, pr probably a stone sill right there that you step up on into. Um, so, so these are really so, pretty So this moldings. wouldn't have popped out? Or this would have no, the, the porch was out here, but this but this porch deck wasn't here. So we know that they've cut all of these bases, right? That we're going to have to extend and make longer because they added this deck at a later point. Okay. But I mean, and, and we pulled That's this crazy. like if we pull this up, like we've already unscrewed these and kind of seen what's what's actually underneath there. So we've done some exploratory stuff and trying to figure it out. But that's the, because it's 140 years old, you know, was this done in the 80s, 1980s, right? And so we're really peeling back. I mean, that was 100 years after the house was built. And so. Do we think this was original? That welcome mat? Uh -huh. Probably not. Okay. Probably Good to know. Not. This is really pretty work though. Yeah, it is. I mean, even just coming in here and, and, and the, the sleuthing and everything else that you would do, this door, right? Um, this is a very common door in the 1880 pattern books and molding books. You can see on the edge that it's got three mortise and tenon joinery. Oh, whoa. So, so you, you know, we know that it's an old door, but we know, we know this, this you, know, you know, is not, right? And so... Quick so um, I wasn't around. <laughs> yeah, and this, this handle probably wasn't right. In fact, if you look this side, Right, see this? But this is very Victorian. Oh, yeah. That's where an old rim, rim lock was. So probably there was a rim lock on this door, and that's where your catch was for your rim lock. And so that was changed later. Just for the audience, because I'm sure they don't know what a rim lock is. I know what it is, but. So, so this is the mortise lock, because it actually sits inside a mortise inside the door. Right. A rim lock actually sits on the face of the door, it's on the rim of the door, right? It's, so it's, a, it's a basically a mortise lock that's, that's, that's set on the outside of the door. I would explain it that way as well. Like a box lock, sometimes it's called because it looks like a little metal box. But it, but we got them in Canada, right? Yeah. So anyway, when we just look at all this, like see the peg right here in this in this thing, we know that this is mortise and tenon and pegged together. And so we begin to, as we move inside, we begin to look and see things that are original and things that we want to copy. The hinges. This is a three knuckle, you know, cast butt hinge. Okay, and so. You know, we know that that's a very early hinge. We'll see later hinges inside here. 
you see what I'm doing? Just every single thing, there's a you know clue that tells you whether it's new or not. Right. The Why glass? is the glazing on the interior? That's a great question. What is the glazing? Yeah, the, the putty that holds the window in is usually out here, and this, the profile is usually inside. Yeah. This glass is wavy glass, yeah, right? Yeah, it's wavy glass. You can see the kind of the, the bubbles and the, the pieces like that that make it old. That's a great question. Whether that was, you know, uh, carpenter incompetence, right? Yeah. Because this probably would have come from a, a mill, and so the, the carpenter got it here and installed it the wrong way. Yeah, um, like the panel was installed the wrong way. Oh, you know what? Well, like they flipped it. Oh, so this probably came in a unit. No, I no. think I think they probably had to build the unit here. But that's but this thing instead of installing oh, it, that he you. he didn't he didn't turn it the right way. So it could be that it could be a change later. But that becomes as the detective like this clue that you're well, like. Hold on, is putty on the inside on this one? What's putty? Is that putty on the inside? Yeah, that's how the glass is held in. So it's held in with a glazing putty. Up. What do you flip that to? Glazing putty typically goes on the outside, is what he's saying. But the the molding out here is held up because of the overhang. Yeah. I'm assuming. And it, you know, look at that little peg right there. So this little 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 mutton that's bar crazy. is held in with that little peg, which is cool. So again, you were talking about lath and plaster. Okay, this is this is called lath strips. Okay. okay. And right. can you spell it? L A T H. Okay, um, and what would, what they do is they would take their plaster mud and they they would sh they'd push it onto here, and when they push the plaster mud onto here, it would grow these teeth, right? They would it would harden on the inside of this thing, and so it would hold here. And then you do a three coat plaster system. So the first coat would go on, the second coat sometimes called a scratch coat, and then the the last coat would be the final coat. Okay, and so. You are, you know, that that's now what replaced this drywall. Okay, so drywall was actually not designed to be a plaster. It was designed to be a lath. Okay, so it was actually a board that sped up this process as opposed to running all this lath board. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a preference, or do, is this something that is like it does the same thing as drywall? Um, <laughs> the pure, the purest in me loves plaster, right? Yeah. I think it's a more historic product. I think it's it it, uh, it absorbs moisture better. It 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 is a, but there's not a huge difference. Yeah, there's I not a, there's not so a huge a difference. Technological advancement to where. It speeds up production, yeah. okay? It takes less, less craftsmanship to be able to install drywall than it takes to install plaster. Well, easy right? there. So there's, I've seen you install drywall and cracks all over. Oh, I, I, I claim no skill at <laughs> being able to do drywall. Anyway, entry hall, pretty standard details. You know, this house was two rooms, room, room, stair hall, and then they did a back room back there, okay? So it was a pretty shallow house. It was, it was very short. In fact, this is called a, a kind of a one room dimension where you notice you'd get lights on three sides of the house, right? And so as opposed to later houses, which are two room deep, and you'd only get room lights in a couple rooms of the house, sides. two sides. There's even so, houses now that have, like my old house had no windows on one side of it. We, yeah. talk, we talked about that, yeah. you know? Yeah, I remember. What, what is this? What does it deal with this? You know, you know, I I, I suspect because it, you know it, it there, there's a it looks like a wire nail in there. It it is a little decorative corner piece that I suspect was used to keep dirt out. Don't know that. Yeah, sweeping. 
Yeah, and so it was a That's, yeah a little a little something that you know that they sold as an extra that this is save time cleaning. There was all kinds of things like that in the Victorian area. So um, but I believe that's what that is. Kinda I really like haven't seen that before. Thing that'd be on like uh, Q, QBC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on QBC. Yeah, it would be. Or there's a traveling salesman. Yeah, going to save you hours on cleaning dirt in your house. Yeah. Um, so come on in here. So bunch of cool things in here. Um, I, I've got a theory. This is we've got an original uh, header over our windows. You can see right here, right now. I don't know this, but it's weird to me, okay, that instead of doing circular arches, every arch over top of this thing is segmented like this. So did they do that because they didn't have access to a circular mill? Did they, you know, see it in the catalog? Because this is really a crude, you know, like I, no one ever do this today. And you, you'd buy a flex molder, you'd do something like that. But yeah. 1881 in Texas, they wanted to, have a little arch they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't really get a, a, an arch one from the mill or it cost too much and they did this i just find this really fascinating as a construction detail that you know it's just like it makes you kind of scratch your head going what were they thinking do any victorians do this well because this so, victorians kind of do funky stuff well yeah. they do decorative things right and so they're they're they were about decoration and stuff and so um like that segmented, you've ever, yeah. that's the first time you've seen it? Maybe not the first time, but, but uh, so rare. there's few. The other thing that's interesting is the framing, okay? And, you know, Richard, when we were here before you started, you know, this, these are true two by sixes, okay? Now you'll see it back there, you know, conventional studs today are an inch and a half by five and a half, two by six. These are actually two inches by six inches. So again, an early building detail that, you know, was straight from the, th this was sawn lumber, right? As opposed to milled lumber, right? Sawn just, and that's why it's all roughed edged and everything else, but old growth wood, really awesome. And then look what they did at the top. <laughs> that's cool. So the joint there where they're- That is cool. This is called balloon framing, okay? So balloon framing is, your framing goes, you know, these studs go from here all the way oh up to gosh. the second floor. Yeah, that's the same one. It's the same stud. What kind of wood is that, you know? Longleaf pine. Yeah. And so they did that, and, and, and instead of, if you look at this, right, look at, the, we got these two contrasting things. In Western framing, okay, after 1920, they, they build framing like this. So you got a, a bottom plate and a top plate. Here, the, you can point at this right here. Double top plate, okay. Can I stop there? So, but look at it right here. Yeah. So the these studs only go up, you know, ten feet or whatever it is. You have a double top plate, and then your joists sit on top of your plate. Okay. Here, you've got your joist or your stud goes all the way up to the roof line, and there's a ribbon band or, or ledger board cut in right here and then your ceiling joists are, are notched onto that onto that that beam okay which is a called balloon framing seems crazy to me that they would have, they would have thought to build it that way but that's how they built it and so you're seeing yeah. some some you know the contrast between the old way and the new way now balloon framing ended up 
become, going against code because what was happening is a fire would start in the basement and it would go all the way up to the top of the house <laughs> so fast that they just laughed. There's no fire blocking in here. <laughs> I never would Do you find that it. funny? Well, it's. Do you find that funny that houses burned down? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is funny. I mean, to think about how fast a house would go. Because I, I just went over there, I felt one of those, and there is just wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. And I went and felt that one, nothing. Just this most solid thing. I'm like, why would we not? Well, that one doesn't have any sheathing on it yet either. That'll bring up the sheer strength. Okay. But they also, don't they now, like, you oh, no, put no, no, a block no. in here, right? Yeah. So fire blocking is to stop fires, right? And so you actually, by code, you have to have fire blocking in here, I think every six or eight feet, so that fire doesn't run up the inside of your walls. There was a famous fire in, in London. Um, no, 1666. That building that burnt down had the exact same problem. There was a cavity in the wall that the fire burned all the way up into the inside of the building. And they, they didn't, there was an exterior skin on a steel building and, and it just went up in flames. There's no sheathing here either. It it's caught just, half of London this on fire too. Straight on. So, you know, you look at the siding that we were looking on the outside and you see cracks like this. You see, you know, basically, um, you know, there is no sheathing on this house. Right, so is that, is that insulation? Is that what you mean by sheathing? Sheathing is what we'll put on the, uh, uh, the these buildings out here. Back there against the fence, the plywood. Oh, okay. OSB. Okay. So um, sheathing basically, once you sheathing is a code material that is required so that the house do, doesn't roll and shake. Okay, and so they'll sheathe it, and all those things like like uh, Richard was saying are, will stiffen up. No, no, no. But even like, check out how strong this is. This is crazy. Look at this one. This one doesn't have any sheeting on it yet. Nothing. No give whatsoever. And then look at this. <laughs> He's got a point. <laughs> is that not crazy? I mean, that's a solid piece of wood. This is like. So that's that's part old growth lumber. Yeah. It's part, what is Thickness. it? You know, 25% thicker, right? Than, than yeah. this other thing. And so uh, it is. Uh, but that is, I mean, that look is how that's hard crazy. It is. Yeah, that I mean, is. It's, it's solid. And that one's cracked where we're moving <laughs> it. Like, I mean, that's crazy. The other thing you notice is that there are no headers, okay, over, over that span or over the windows. They, they built it in, is what you're saying? They built in yeah, that Yeah, so if gap. you look right here, this is a window right here. There's no header. There's a window. There's no header. Those studs are just sitting there. And this there. is a header. Is what there's you're your doors. Yes. No headers, okay? And so there's no headers in this kind of construction. We all, I mean, this, this is- This a, is sturdier. There's a header over that. There's a header over that door. Any new framing, right? There's a header over the, all those windows. Mm -hmm. And so- I almost fell right here. Don't do that. Yeah, it would have sucked. Um, He'll sue the company. <laughs> uh, anyway, you're, 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 I think those are kind of some fun, interesting things that you know change with construction and stuff like that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And I would say, correct me if I'm wrong, but the header is, is better. I mean, you're evenly distributing the weight, right? Yeah. No, he he header, header is better. a better a better way of building. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, but because look, it's just nailed in up there, like above that. What is that doing? Yeah. Basically, your ledger board, right, is being is carrying that weight, mm -hmm. but there's you know in that eight foot span, there's there's not much help. I mean, that's the only thing that's holding it up, but that's holding everything else up as well. So yeah. th this is much more structurally sound. The Correct. force diagrams on this one's different. The what? It's engineering things, physics. 
You wouldn't get it. Just kidding. That's why I studied in college, remember? Um, okay. What the heck? That's so crazy. That base goes all the way back, and then this one copes in. Isn't that cool? Wait, it's what crazy. do you mean by that? Like this base, like in, a, in today, you know, get these two oh, baseboards, you would, you would just them. cut them, but that one goes to the exterior and then this one. Now, you know, know, you know why they did that? Piece. No. Why would they put that in there so first? So it's worse for fire code? <laughs> I, I have no idea, really. So the building blows up fast? It is blocking for your plaster and it becomes something that your plaster, like, like when you run uh, plaster, so it doesn't slide down. Yeah, there. You, you, you build a screed board, okay, so that you can run your plaster across and then have a straight edge that you can run it on. Okay. So then putting it in there beforehand oh, gave them something yeah. to drop the plaster like down Like a guide. Onto. Yeah, a guide. So look at this fire, that mantle, okay? Is that mantle original or not? Well, you're keeping it, so I would imagine that it is original. But that's a little bit I of would cheating. say... 1881. Uh, let me look at it. I would say yes. Um, but it doesn't yeah. really fit with the other mantles. I would say yes as well, but... It's an old mantle, but it's not original. It's probably 1900, uh, maybe 1890s, late 1890s. Um, it is uh, something that came right out of the catalogs, okay? I don't think the railroad came to... Uh, to Granbury until after this house was built. So, so that's the kind of thing away. that would have been made in a, in a, in a mill in St. Louis or, or somewhere north of here and shipped in on a railroad car. And uh, you know, Sears and Roebuck did that, all these companies that made houses and things like that, but certainly millwork companies. But that, especially if you compare it to this mantle over in the other room, which is white, mm -hmm. which is much more rural and rustic, uh, didn't come from a mill. That's quarter sawn white oak. You know, these other things are pretty much site built. And so this is later, and we're actually going to change this fireplace out and not use it. Wow. One of the coolest things that she wants us to do is she wants us to have a, um, uh, a, a plast, uh, like a... A plaque? No, um, a piece of plexiglass over this that will to take show. to show the original framing and we'll actually have the <laughs> weight pocket cool. in here that you can see the weights moving up and down for the window for the window and, and that's so, what these are that's what those weights are wow. yeah they're so she wants to be able to show people that there's there's this original framing and stuff that going is on, cool. which is kind of cool so have you ever seen that plexiglass or anything in museum houses okay. I, I told her that in museum houses we do that and she really liked that idea so um so this guy right here is this dangerous to touch this flame retardant thing that's inside the walls that's here? that's that's insulation that was put in in the 70s 80s so it would have been put in way after way after okay. there was no insulation in this house that's what i thought i was so confused by um, we've talked to an, a later owner my project manager ryan talked to a later owner and, and later owner said he took the siding off the house put the insulation in and then put the siding back it's on. It's easier to do it from the siding than to do it to the Oh yeah, plaster. going through the plaster. So funny. And he did it like one side of the house at a time, so he did it over about a year. Yeah. Uh, but that's when he put that in. That's wild. wild. Let Lord me show Roberts. you some foundation stuff out here, which hey, is cool. Hey, there's the plaster, just really quick before we leave this room, there's the plaster clawing over the walls. Yeah, exactly. So there's the, uh, that's the teeth, basically, that that plaster, gets grounded with that and then those scratch coats and the final coat gets put over top of that. And it's like hooked in there. Yeah. It's not coming out. That's cool. But what happens is, is, is that like if you look right here like this, look at this. See that? That's all that plaster. 
Oh, that, so it just fell, sinks in. That fell through when they were pushing it in there. It pushed too much through there, and all it fell into that cavity. Wow. So you get a buttload of it. Yeah, you got a buttload of it. All right, let me show you the, fr the, the framing this underneath there. Foundation. Okay, so if you want to see the difference between 1881 and, you know, 2023, yeah. here, here's your corner sample, right? I mean, that is the craziest foundation I've literally ever seen. So what's happening here is you have a rock foundation, okay? And the rock hasn't even been mortared together, right? So it's, it's almost loose fill thing. Now you can laugh and joke all you want, but it's been here 140 years. <laughs> That's so, true. So, you know, you're just like, hey, dude, what are you doing? I'm trying to feel it. I'm trying to see how Don't try to take it, it down. What the hell? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just, I didn't think, I thought it was straight. It's been here 100 years, someone said, so. Jackson's like, YouTube thumbnail, I collapsed the house. <laughs> I broke down the house. So down the, the other interesting thing is that if you look at, you know, this foundation, okay, you have a treated two by six plate, okay? Then you have your, your joist, then you have your decking, and then your plate going up. Here, you have a, a, two, a six by six, you know, eight by eight beam that these are then notched into. So those, mm -hmm. those are actually mortise and tenon into that beam. No way. And then they're, right. they're locked at the corner. So we did a lap joint at the corner so that the, the, all these things call together. But Y'all put that the, back in? The, yes, the corners were rotted out, okay? And so we have rebuilt the stone That's a little cool. bit because it was busted out in a bunch of places. I we thought re, you said this has been here since 18. We rebuilt the beam. You are so annoying. <laughs> hey, watch out, that rock is loose. So just to... <laughs> okay, I'm gonna show you, go show you around the other side. Okay. But this is, this is awesome, cool, oh, original historic foundation so and cool. framing. And then, you know, obviously you see the new stuff here. When you restored it, you just copied that or? We copied that. Okay, so the rest of the house has that. Correct. Okay. Yeah. That is awesome. That is crazy. Okay, so a couple other things that are happening here. You see our, our silt uh, material here. This is basically, we've waterproofed the outside of the concrete. We put a dimple mat on top of that. We loose filled this rock uh, all the way down. So, Because we've got a basement in there. We don't want it to, to leak. There's a basement? Yeah. So there's a basement that's basically from there to there to back there. Was that original? There was like a root cellar that we expanded. And so it was all a rock foundation that was leaking. It, it, heavy rains and water would come right through the walls, okay? And so we've gone back with concrete, but look, there's your, we, we reused this plate, but there's your mortise and tenon yeah. joint that where that original joist sunk down into there, right? There's, there's the original nails right there. And so we, we lap jointed this thing uh, wherever we came together, yes. but we wanted to, to use, yes, there's your cut wow. nail. That's so, I've never seen one of those. That's pretty That's sweet. so cool. So, so let me ask you this. Do oh, you, no I one. mean, you obviously, and I, I would agree to, I don't, I mean, I'm assuming, but this is better. This right here is better than this. Well, and mainly because of wood quality. Okay, this is old growth wood that's, you know, we know has been around. We've separated it from the concrete so that the moisture and the vapor that's coming or that, that could get in the concrete is not going to get into our, into our beam. Um, but, I mean, is it better? Um, well, I think it's cooler. Yeah. Right? I, I think they're probably, 
equally, you know, structural, well fine. built, right? The only advantage this has is it's old growth wood. And so, you know, it's it's better, more long-lasting wood. Um, one of the I'm doing that series on the in the on new household build soul. show, new household soul. You'll notice that right here where this concrete is, I've got a stone sill on the outside. And so, what we've we, we've done a little fakery there, in that we've done stone, okay, mortared stone, you know, trying to copy that look over there because this is an exposed face. There's actually going to be a porch out here. So you won't see any of this stuff. Are you going to mortar that stuff? Uh, we're going to mortar some of it. Okay. And so... Uh, and that's just to keep it together, right? That's just to keep it together. And one last question. Can I keep this now? Of course. Okay, cool. There's more here you can find. Here's another one. Uh, come back with a metal detector later. There's, there's, <laughs> some, there's some big ones too. The, the spikes that we're actually holding in those things are actually Is much that bigger. that one right there? This one's, this one's freaking straight. I'm going to keep that one. Um, and so... In any case, uh, Souvenirs. you're seeing these foundations, you're seeing the different building things. It's pretty cool. What, what is this little uh, number here? That was oh, that, the brace. Uh, that was a brace, right? So, okay, so what's a brace? Well, so before they would have cut in that brace, that diagonal brace, um, so that this house didn't rock like this. They cut in the brace before they put the sheathing would on. Would it go into the Yeah, frame? it would have gone all the way down. And there was another one going up that other side. And so it was a, you know, again, that to me speaks to the fact that this wasn't built by a farmer. This was built by someone who actually knew how to build mm -hmm. because they, they used good materials. They built it, they built it well. He might even have brought somebody in to build the house, wow. right? It was that kind of quality construction. I saw, so you went with, you hung out with Jimmy Duresta. Yeah. I, he put out the video of that house and you were saying that one was built like a farmer. That thing was crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But this one has more building science in it this one i think yeah. i think they're close yeah they're close um well that's crazy i just lean on the railing real quick. um this is cool attic yeah. attic um but come look at this fireplace in here so it feels like it is a couple things um come over here and look at this take one pass it down Thank you, dude. Okay, what's, what's going on with this board? Uh, 1,600 nails in it. Why? What the heck? Was there a Is fabric nail to it? What kind of fabric? Why would, they, why would they have put a fabric on the, on the wood? Because water was messing it up? I don't know. In my so, idea, everything So this is the water. original ceiling, okay? And that's what she wants to go back with. Later, they did uh, wallpaper. And wallpaper was not hung on wood, it was hung on fabric called muslin or cheesecloth or sheep's cloth or something. And so they would have, they would have oh, tacked wow. all of these in, tack, 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 so you'd have this cloth surface and then you would have uh, uh, hung the sheet, uh, wallpaper on the muslin, okay? Wow. So that's what that is. That's crazy. And so we're actually gonna, look how thin that is, right? Yeah. It's, it's like a quarter of an inch. Four or five inches. And that little you know, bead detail, it's not beveled out, okay? It's just like a straight bead. That knife would have burned up so fast running this thing. So we're gonna have to, we're actually gonna match this profile because she wants this ceiling everywhere just in her house. Just hand do it? Everywhere. No. How do you? Through a machine. It's just gonna the burn the knife. Burn? The knife's gonna burn up pretty quick. So. And that's okay? Yeah, you just sharpen them and redo them. So, um, but it's just gonna, 
It's not the most efficient way to do things. The other thing that's cool is this here, okay? And these are the, this, you know, we're looking at that mantle downstairs and, you know, this is an original mantle, yeah. right? This is... I would have guessed that. It's handmade, it's painted, right? They did, wouldn't have had access to, you know, quarter sawn white oak in 1881 in Granbury. But if you look here, okay, and maybe even in these scratches right there, the this flute, okay, it's a very shallow flute. If you look at it closely, you can actually see the hand marks of him yeah. actually cutting that in. And, you know, that the fact that this moves a little bit, yeah, it's like that perfect. line, that's not perfect, it's not done on a machine, this was hand done. Wow. And so, it's, it, that's, I think it's kind of cool that you, that you get um, that, that kind of character. Most likely, if we looked kind of in the shadow lines of these boards as well, we'd start to see uh, knife marks and things like that. So mm -hmm. we're still in that handmade area. We'll take out this threshold. Okay, we'll put some our hearth. We'll put something better in here. But we've re, re kind of opened this this fireplace, which is really pretty off? cool. Yeah, it was all closed off, and so we've rebuilt some of this stonework, and we we're going to get her fireplaces working again. But uh, anyway, this so is pretty cool. So does this have cool. two flumes basically? So like that leads up. Yeah. And they both kind of meet up. In I the don't know. There. I don't know if they meet. Sometimes they'll be split, and sometimes they'll run together. This one looks like. Yeah, there's another one behind this, so this one will run so up, just and then it, then it meets. All the way up. Yeah. Oh, it meets up. Okay. It meets about right here, up inside there. That's crazy. Some interesting scratches in there. Yeah. I don't know what that is, is that the new? Is that y'all putting that in, or is that old? No, that's old. OG. Is this is this usually level with the floor, or doesn't matter? It, that's why I know this is added later. Because it's not level. It's not level. Because it would so have been. Preferably, they need to be level. Yeah. Okay. And most likely, it would have been a tile. I think we took this off somewhere. They would have laid a tile down or something mm -hmm. like that as a hearth. But because uh, I'm thinking this is kind of obnoxious for furniture. Or yeah. Stub your toe yeah. on it. Yeah. No, Do you it's totally. We'll, we'll get it out of there. I don't know. It's unclear. We'll we'll know when we take it off. Kind of dig into it. Here, we can figure Let's it out Let's take right it now. off right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can do it if you want. Seriously? Yeah. Whoa. There's a tile. There's tile, or there's bricks on it. Look at Jackson, get after it. Heck yeah. Dude. This is what princesses are good for, right? Yeah. Destruction. I'll tell you how to do it. I'll supervise. Yeah, so there's there's, there's original stone hearth. Now why would wow. they, why would they cover that up with that? I mean that's awesome. You seen the tool marks in the stone? That it looks cool. like they were trying to match this with that. Yeah, you're right. Well, there you go. You have your new hearth. Or they saw this crack and said we have to cover it up, which seems like a joke. But that's mm -hmm. awesome. Good job, Jackson. Cool. Welcome. Glad I saw that. Make sure you send them yeah, your, very cool. your time sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Do I count lunch or not? Uh, so guys, this is the cool historic house, right? Well, will you yeah. explain to me kind of the historic precedent behind this part of the house? It's just an addition, right? We're adding, we're adding two bedrooms. <laughs> and no historic precedent there? Well, there, I guess- There I is no historic precedent. Kind of what I'm curious about is how you're gonna match the roof lines. It's going to be a low pitch roof, so you got high pitch, high pitch, then there'll be a, a you know, like a one in, two, one in 12 pitch that runs from that corner out to the edge and just pitches off. Cool. And that's okay. Yeah. You'll never see it from the ground. 
So it's really the eave detail that we're going to have to do on the outside, which is going to sell it or not. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. It's super dope. Can't believe how awesome that is. That is cool. Great find. That's cool that you just busted that out of there like that. That was awesome. I didn't know I was allowed to. That was yeah. fun. What else can we do? <laughs> <laughs> you want to take the other side? Put on your tool belt. Um, okay, guys. What did you think? Better format? Different format? Different, fun format? Yeah, fun. Yeah, really Maybe, cool. I hey, let us know it, yeah. what you think about these on-site um, episodes. We really want to do more of them. Uh, but yeah, please comment any more uh, if if you want to check out some more sleuthing, um, maybe getting Brent out to a place that he's never seen before uh, to really see put the sleuthing to the test. See if Richard and I can actually provide any intel or <laughs> we're just standing around with our hands in our pockets. But uh, thank you guys for watching. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll see you next time.